About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takare. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, your amen is too weak. Say amen. Turn to the person standing by you. Tell the person tonight is your night. God will fill you once again. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight for your special touch. I pray tonight for a special infilling of your people. I pray tonight you would unlock our ears and cause us to walk in a new level where we can hear you speak to us, that we can know when you say left and we can know when you say right, that we shall not live here the same, oh God, that we shall live here as people that are led by the spirit i pray and we welcome you lord take your place and have your way in jesus name everybody say amen Amen. you may take your seats i want to salute my senior brother and senior in ministry bishop emmanuel in tefel hallelujah like I said yesterday, we are all bishops, but everybody say but. Yeah. And it's, um, it's wonderful to have men of God like him to serve as guideposts and as leaders who lead you in the right way, show you how to follow God and show you how to also stay in the house. Hallelujah. So I want us to recognize this wonderful gift of God one more time. Just give the Lord a clap offering for the life of your pastor, Bishop Intefo. Hallelujah. Bishop, God bless you. God bless your wife also for supporting you because a man like you needs a special person who can contain this great anointing so we want to also salute you and say god bless you (laughs) i want to also salute all the pastors that are in the house especially those of you who have um those of you who are here and helping to build this mega church hallelujah and to carry on the Mecca Church vision in this place. That when we came here today after many years, it is still full. I said it is still full. Hallelujah. 
You missed a good place to clap your hands for Jesus. It is still full. Everybody say, it is still full. It is still full. Yeah. It could have been left with a quarter. It could have been left with some remnants. But it is still full. Put your hands together for Jesus. It is still full. Amen. We also have some senior men like Bishop Ernest. Are you here? We want to acknowledge him. Amen. And other wonderful men of God. I want us to also give the Lord a huge hand clap for our father and founder, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Hallelujah. A standing ovation would be very good. A standing ovation. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Shall we just say a word of prayer for him right now? Just for one minute, lift up a word of prayer. He's in Swaziland tonight. He started a powerful crusade right there. And I tell you, it was not easy. And the first night has, you know, come to an end. He has five more nights. You want to pray and say that, May what has never happened happen. May the power of God be in that place like never before in the name of Jesus. Lift up a prayer, lift up a special request and say, Oh God, visit them in Swaziland in the name of Jesus. Glorify yourself, magnify your name in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord, oh yes, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Touch lives, O oh God. Open doors, O oh God. Heal the sick, O oh God. Raise the dead. Raise the dead. Raise the dead in Swaziland. Raise the dead. 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 Let salvation be abundant in that place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And as we pray, listen, I want us to pray that that same grace on the bishop would come upon all his sons and daughters. That in every church, in every cathedral, wherever it is, the spirit of crusades and evangelism and outreach shall begin to pour out right now unto every pastor, unto every church. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. May we resemble our Father. May we walk in His footsteps. May we do what He's doing. May we walk in the same anointing. May we walk in the same grace. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May we do what we see our Father doing. May that grace come upon us, O God. May that same anointing, may that same ability, may it come, Lord, on his children. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Father, we pray, O God. May the pastors, O God, receive this same grace and anointing to move into our various areas and have crusades and evangelize and save souls in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And finally, you want to say that you, you want to be a soul-saving believer. 
begin to pray, begin to pray. Put your hand on your chest and say, you'll be a soul winner, soul winner. You'll be a soul winner for the Lord. You'll be a soul winner, yes. Yes, Lord, a soul winner, a soul winner, a soul winner in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, and use us, Lord. Father, make us soul winners to come. May we have consent for souls. May we have a heart for souls. May we have a mind for souls. Father, may we receive that anointing tonight, right now, right now. May your people receive that anointing. May we receive that grace, so God. Father, may we have a burden. Father, may we have a desire. Father, may we have a longing. May we have a wanting. May we just want to see souls saved, oh God, in the name of Jesus, to speak to people, oh God. Father, to speak to crowds, oh God. Father, to speak to groups of people, oh God. And Father, to turn their, their hearts, even from the devil and from the world, and to turn them to you, oh God. May that be our heart. May that be our desire. May that be our portion in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the Father that you have given us. We thank you for the angel you have given to us. We thank you for the torchbearer you have given to us. Father, we pray that you strengthen him even more and more. And may we be worthy servants sons and daughters who resemble the torchbearer in the name of jesus i pray and everybody say amen yeah. oh give the lord a bigger amen and a clap offering hallelujah amen wow you may take your seats i believe that god has brought you into this celebration convention to fill you with his Holy Spirit. Amen? And I want you to expect God to increase your level of anointing. To increase the grace upon your life to walk in the Spirit. I want you to believe God to turn you from a carnal Christian into a spiritual Christian. Hallelujah. I want you to believe God that your, your ears will be opened and that from today, you would hear from God yourself. You will hear from the Spirit yourself. I say you will hear from God yourself. You didn't say amen to that. When you are speaking, you will say, the Spirit said to me. Hallelujah. And we are going to just pray for you and believe God for you to move into another realm. Amen. Yesterday, we spoke about the reasons why you must be able to hear the voice of the Spirit. Amen. The first reason was that because the voice of the Spirit contains God's current today plan for you. His warning for your life, his direction for your life, where the blessing is, where God wants you to go, where, what he wants you to do, everything is packaged in that voice. Amen. And so you have to hear it. Otherwise, you will not do what God 
wants you to do. You will not accomplish your mission on this earth. When you die and you stand in front of the Lord in heaven, you would be ashamed because you did not do what God wanted you in particular to do. Amen. I say you in particular. There's something God has for you. You are on God's mind, you know. God has been thinking about you. And God has made certain conclusions. And God has taken certain decisions. Are you with me? And so he's, he's transmitted that thing through the voice of the Spirit. So that if you can follow the voice of the Spirit, it's going to lead you and show you what God has for you currently. So that is why you need to hear. If you are not hearing from God, you are not hearing something that you must hear. That's what it is. And it must worry you. Hallelujah. So I pray for you that you would hear from today. And that is why God is, has brought me here to speak about it. Amen. And I know that the will of God shall be fulfilled in your life. And the will of God is that you be led by the Spirit, that you will hear from the Spirit and hear from Him. That is the will of God. And it shall be fulfilled in your life. The second thing about the Spirit is that, the voice of the Spirit is that, he chooses to speak to your spirit, to your soul, or to your body. You remember that one? He can choose to speak to your spirit, which is a knowing. And then he can choose to speak to your soul, which is your mind and your emotions. And he can choose to speak to your body, which is, you know, like Paul. Paul met Jesus on the road to Damascus. And Bible says that he saw a bright light and he heard with his ears a voice speaking. Are you with me? So that was God interacting with him at the level of his body. Amen. So one of the ways that you would also hear God is to hear him actually talking to you. But that is not a common way before you begin to want to hear. In fact, that is one of the rarest ways you would hear God speak to you. But it's also possible that you have an audio interaction with God. Amen. The third one we saw was that the voice of the Spirit to your spirit is called the inner witness. And over there, we looked at Romans chapter 2 verse 15 about how your spirit will be accusing or excusing you. Amen. And then how you can also have great heaviness in your spirit to indicate that God is saying yes or God is saying no. Are you with me? Sometimes you want to know whether God is saying yes or God is saying no. You can use your inner witness to check that out. Now today... Very quickly, because I want us to pray, I want us to look at seven characteristics of the inner witness. Amen. Seven characteristics of the inner witness. And before I get into that, I would like to recommend to you once again this wonderful book called The Art of Hearing. 
The Art of Hearing. And it's a book written by Bishop Doug Heward Mills. And it is um, sub, or also known as Following the Voice of God. Do you want to follow, follow God's voice? This is one of the only books that explains into details how to follow God's voice. Yeah. And I told you, following God's voice is not only for the pastor. And it's not only for the prophets. And it's not only for who? The apostles. It's not only for Benihin. It's not only for Bishop Dag. It's not only for your, your pastor. It's not only for TB Joshua. It's not only for Prophet One. It's also for you. Amen. It's also for you. Wow. So from today, God is going to cause you to walk in that level. And in the book, we have powerful um, chapters, but we can't speak about all. Um, we have how to tell the difference when the Spirit speaks in different ways. Hey, would you not like to know that? How to tell the difference when the Spirit speaks in different ways. Because he doesn't just speak in one way, he speaks in different ways. And one of the chapters Bishop looks at is how to tell the difference when the Spirit speaks in different ways. Another chapter is four reasons for spectacular guidance. You know, many, many, many of us feel that if God is leading us, God is going to use spectacular or hushious um, methods or, you say what, beatious, beatious ways. You will hear seas on fire or an angel will physically come to you. I mean, some kind of wild way. You know, but we realize that in many occasions, God will not speak to you through spectacular ways. But he does use spectacular, spectacular guidance sometimes. And Bishop analyzes it and shows when God uses that kind of method. Bishop also talks about how to identify a door. A door. A door, a great door. Are you with me? And doors, open doors or closed doors are one of the ways that God speaks to us. Like you're trying to go to America. This year, you've put in your eighth application. All the seven you have bounced. You don't need the prophet to tell you that America is closed to you. It is not the will of God that you go to America. Yeah. Why? Because, why do I say that? Because I can see that the door is closed. The door is closed. When you go to an, a, a, an airport, a great airport, I don't know, I don't think Kotoka has that, but when you go to the developed countries, their airports, from where the plane would drop you to where you will exit the, the airport. You can't miss your way. 
because only the doors which will lead you to the out is the one that will be open. There will be other doors, but they will all be closed. There will be other escalators, but they will not be working. You see that the way is this way. Are you with me? So one of the main ways that God leads us is through open doors or closed doors. It's also a way. You know, you know sometimes you talk to somebody not by using words. I can talk to somebody not by using words. You can talk to somebody using signs. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you have been trying seven times to go to America and you have not succeeded. You should know that by now God has planned that you must be here in Accra, Ghana. You, you better start a home cell or something and rather try to seek the favor of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Then Bishop talks about what every Christian should know about dreams. What, I mean, I don't think you knew that Bishop has written about dreams. Yeah. What every Christian must know about dreams. And he talks about four, the four categories of dreams. Dreams from God. Dreams from your flesh. Dreams from everyday activity. And dreams from the devil. Four groups of dreams. That he begins to explain them. Hey! I mean, ask the person by you, what are you doing without one of these books? After tonight, you should go to the bookshop and buy one. Then Bishop talks about how to interpret the different kinds of dreams. How to interpret the different kinds of dreams. Hallelujah. God also speaks to us through dreams. Yeah. If God wants to speak to you sometimes, and a lot of the times, he will speak to you through dreams. He spoke to Nebuchadnezzar. Even Nebuchadnezzar, an unbeliever, had a dream. Even Pharaoh had a dream. God spoke to Pharaoh in a dream. How much more you, born again, God would like to speak to you in a dream. And God speaks to you in dreams. So it's also one of the ways that we follow God. Are you listening to me? I'm trying, it's, it's a lot of things, but we can't preach all. So I'm just mentioning the chapters of the book. The bishop goes on to talk about directed paths. Amen. Directed paths. It's like what I was explaining about the doors. The path, God would carve your path. You meet certain people at certain places that will lead you to other places where you have to be. Directed path. You were going there, there was a traffic and you were dodging the traffic, but God was leading you. When you dodged the traffic and you turned the curve, you saw the man who owes you. He was sitting at the bar. Say, hey, Cole, are you here? <laughs> you would have never seen him. So God can direct your path to meet your wife to meet your husband he will direct your path amen you know when we started the church in Confanoche, 
we wanted to see the NTC executives to discuss how we can come to NTC, start the church. So the first day we went there, the secretary of the NTC Christian Fellowship, when I saw her, I realized that I had seen my wife. So before we even started the church, I had got my reward already. Hey! If I was not doing the church, if I was not going to follow up on the church, I would not have met my wife. Yeah. Directed paths. I suggest go along and your pastor is calling you for a meeting, a prayer meeting, an outreach, and so many things that you are being encouraged to do. As you just flow with the, with the instruction that is given, you'll be surprised that you end up exactly where God wants you to be. Hallelujah. And I was, I was glad I was following the instructions. Amen. So, all these and more are powerful topics in the book. And I would encourage you, get one. When we were growing as Christians, there was no book like this that we could have to know about dreams, to know about the voice of the Spirit. No. But you are blessed that you have such a book. Amen. And tonight, we want to look at seven characteristics of the inner witness. And um, yesterday, I explained to you about the inner witness. It is a certain... Atinka in you. Do you know Atinka? <laughs> it, is, it is something inside you that is saying, yes, no, be careful, it's okay. It's inside you. Etiumu. Na ekasa. It's saying to you, it's okay. It's, all, it's not okay, be careful. So it's all right, you can go ahead. So, no, don't go today. Go tomorrow. You see? It's called the inner witness. Amen. And the first thing I'm going to tell you about the inner witness is that the inner witness is different from reasoning thoughts. It's different from your thinking. The inner witness is different from your thinking. It's different from your thinking. Man on the keyboard. Who plays the keyboard? Come and play Shepherd of My Soul. Are you ready for an anointing? It is different from your thinking that you had a very good idea and that was the Lord. No. Usually, the inner witness would be quite different from how your thinking would be. You, if you are thinking, you will think in this direction. But when the inner witness is operating, it is not a, a product of your thinking. It is not because you have thought and you thought very well that you have that feeling that, oh, it is good. No. But you will just feel that it's a good idea. You, you don't know why, but, but amongst the three, the three choices, 
you would have a certain feeling that this one is a good idea. Amen. You just feel it. You, you will not be thinking it. It doesn't come from your mind. So that's the first thing about the inner witness. It is, it is not from your thinking. It is from your inside. And you, you, you just know that this is a good man. You know, sometimes you can meet somebody and it's like, this is a good man. Or some days you can wake up and then you, can, you would say that today is not a very good day. The inner witness. Yeah. Wow. One day I was going to town. And when I reversed, I drove over my dog. Ooh. He was called Pongo. P-O-N-G-O. Pongo. I drove over Pongo. But he didn't die, fortunately. It's a very hard local dog. You see the Efia Kokono and then Abrofa Koko. Uh-huh. He's a hard local dog. So the cat passed over him, but he didn't die. <laughs> but I was sad. So I, I went to chain him and I continued reversing. Then I passed over a goat. <laughs> hey! So I looked at this situation. Where am I passing over things? Then I, I, I felt within me that I should not go to town. Yeah. I mean, you may think that I'm being superstitious or something, but I just felt within me that I should just stay home. Mm, it just was the witness that I had. I should stay home. Yeah. You see, it, it's, it's a bit different. When, when I wasn't saved, my father every year has my horoscope prepared for me by Dr. Baldwin Badu. He's at somewhere in Kanishi. And he will show me the, the days I should travel, the day I should do this, the day, the star. You see the star you read in Spectator? Yeah. Me, I get my own the whole year with my name on it. It's not like that. This one, inner witness, is different. <laughs> I looked at the dog and I looked at the goat. And then I felt, I felt. You see, like Paul said, I perceive. You see, so as a Christian, you must grow up and be able to feel. And, and, and you take a decision because you felt. Are you getting me? You, you take a decision because you felt. Yeah. Not everything will be by reasoning. Not everything will be by calculation. Not everything will be by understanding. But the inner witness is not by understanding. It is by, I feel. I feel that it is all right. I feel that it's... Because sometimes you also feel it's not okay. Yeah. Sometimes you feel differently. And it's all the leadings of the spirit. So, I pray for you that you would graduate in it. In the feeling. I feel. It's not your thinking. It's your feeling. And you see, you should practice and train yourself. Sometimes maybe you are doing follow-up. You can use it to do experiments. You say, this house I'm going to, I'm going to follow the inner witness. 
as I'm going. So you'll be going and you feel that you should go here. Then you feel that you should go here. You see, now when you start it, it will look like madness and you may get lost. But you'll be surprised that as time goes on, you will begin to become spot on. Yeah. When the person gives you directions to the person's house and you get there, when you look at the houses, I think that is the house. And then go there and ask for them to say, she's in that house. It's okay, this time I'm close. Yeah. You know, there was a time when I was training myself to, to follow my inner um, witness. I would have a bunch of keys. And so, when I'm come to open the door, I will say, I'm going to use I feel like. So, then I'll choose one key. This is the key. Then I'll try it. I wasn't hitting it when I started, but at the point, every try was correct. I'll just pick the key and then I open. I pick the key and I open. Why was I doing that? I'm trying to develop my ability to, to be led by my inner witness. Yes, it, it, wouldn't, just, it wouldn't just become a wild thing that you, you have. But it will be something that you have to develop. You have to develop. You have to develop. You have to develop. Yeah. You are buying two kenke and two fish. This woman and this woman. Which one is good? You must use the leading of the spirit. <laughs> yeah. You are choosing something. I mean, listen to me. You must bring it down to that level. Because God is everywhere and God is in everything. Yeah. So you use your inner witness. And as you develop it, you see that it's not a thinking. It's not a thinking. It is a feeling. One day I woke up. When I woke up, I felt God say to me, take 20 cities and give it to a beggar that you meet on the road. So I took 20 cities. And I was looking for a beggar to give the 20 CDs to the beggar. I remember I drove up to National Theater. And when I stopped, I saw I have found some beggars. You know there are some beggars at the traffic light. So when I stopped, that time I was using my Opel Vectra. So when I stopped, the beggar was standing, a blind man was standing by me. But as soon as I stopped, a land cruiser also came to stop. A white man was driving it. So the, the guy who was leading the beggar quickly organized himself, avoided this vector, and moved to the land cruiser. And then they went to stand by the window and they were knocking. I was watching them. I saw your 20 CDs. I was looking at the money. It was in, on my chair. I was looking at the money. I said, your 20 CDs is here. And then I was watching, then it was green. I said, oh, I drove my car. And I said to myself, even the beggar, he needs to be led by the spirit. <laughs> when, he, when, when he wakes up in the morning, the blind man, he must pray, oh Lord, lead me to open doors. Amen. Yeah. He misses 20 cities. Wow. You see, so the decision to give 
a beggar 20 CDs. I mean, if it was my normal thinking, I would not give any beggar 20 CDs. No, no, no. I'll give him some one CD. <laughs> By my mind thinking, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So the inner witness is different from reasoning and thoughts. And is it strange? The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. You can never think like God. Never. So if you are thinking and you're thinking, you say, ah, this is a good idea. I'm going to do it. Well, it may be a good idea, but it's not always, it doesn't always mean that God is in that idea. Hallelujah. If God is in the idea, it is likely that part of the analysis will not work for the mind. Because God's calculations are different from man's calculations. So the inner witness will lead you from within. And it is not from your mind. Number two, the inner witness is not a physical feeling. Now, because the inner witness is the voice of the Holy Spirit to your spirit, you will not have a physical feeling per se. If someone claims that he has a physical feeling in his big toe or his liver, that is probably not the inner witness. So here, Bishop is showing us that the inner voice or the inner witness of the Holy Spirit to our spirit is not a physical feeling per se. You will say, I don't know why. I don't know why. That's what you will say. You say, I don't know why, but I have to do this. I don't know why, but I have to call this person. I don't know why, but today I, you came to my mind. And I felt that I would just pass by to see how you were doing. You don't know why. You see, you should also have that one in your vocabulary. I don't know why. But I felt like I should spend an hour to pray before I leave the house. I don't know why. You say, well, now I know why. Because in the morning, I felt a heaviness and I prayed for two hours before I had the release. And I didn't understand it. But now, as I stand at the hospital, I now know why I prayed. So the inner witness is not a physical feeling. It is just an inside inner feeling. Are, are you listening? Because this is how God is lead, going to lead you. Yes, yes. And if you have to go to school to learn mathematics, and other things. In the same way, you are in school learning about how God speaks. You see, every husband knows how the wife speaks. Yeah. Even spoken without words. You will know whether it is going to be well with you or not. <laughs> Depending on certain things. So a wise husband and a wise wife and a wise child knows how to read the mother and the father and knows when to ask for something or when not to ask. Because, because the person 
understands the signs. Now, we too, we are spiritual people. Hallelujah. We are spiritual people. And so, we must be able to understand the signs and the signals of the Holy Spirit. Because a lot of the times, eh, God will not be speaking in words. He will be speaking in signs. Yes. There are times God can have a whole conversation with you. It will, there will not be one word. It will just be verses. When you ask God a question there, he will say, Psalm 92 verse 3. Wow. Okay, God. Wow. So why do you think that this is then Colossians chapter 3 verse 15? That, that's all. Then you ask God another question. Then he will just say, patience. That's all. So it's like God is operating by some signs and some, some signals. And if, if you don't learn it, you can't go far with God. But we thank God for revelation. He says, I'll give you pastors who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. My greatest desire, do you know, my greatest desire is not to prophesy to you. My greatest desire is to teach you something. That is my greatest desire. To show you something. That is what I would like to do. More than anything else. Not that we cannot prophesy to you. But I will be happier if you also get to understand God better. Yeah. You would not need that prophecy anymore. Because you yourself can discern. And you can interpret are you with me? So you are receiving the greatest thing you can receive. Oh. As I'm showing you, in our witness, it's like this. It's like this. And right now I said that he is not a physical feeling. He's just, he's just an invisible, maybe if you can understand, an invisible feeling. It's like an invisible feeling. You can't feel, you can't see, you, you can only be convinced it's like you can you, you think that this you, you are sure about this but you, you don't have evidence you don't have pink sheets and you, you and I were not there but still you can just know that look this place there was overvoting. <laughs> it is the inner witness number three number three the inner witness is best identified by eliminating other voices. Amen. How do I know the inner witness? The voice of the inner witness. I will know it by eliminating the voice of the flesh. Eliminating the voice of the people. You will know it by eliminating the voice of reasoning. Are you with me? Because there are other voices at play. That are speaking, the voice of the devil, the voice of the world. Look at Saul. Saul did a lot of mistakes. And anytime someone confronted him, he said, the people, the people, the voice of the people always misled him. Some of us are being led by the voice of our tribe. Some of us are being led by the voice of our friends. Yeah, your friends are leading you, not God. Some of us are being led by the voice of our parents. 
It's good to be led by your parents, especially if they are in the Lord. Amen. But when your parent is not in the Lord, then you have to also apply a lot of wisdom in living with your parents. Amen. Wow. So you have to, you identify the inner witness by eliminating other voices. Is it my, is it my feelings? Is it my desires? Is it my um, ashantiness? Is it my awareness that is speaking, that is affecting what I'm doing? Or you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It must be the voice of the Spirit. Yeah. And it's a clear voice. And it is none of the other voices. The voice of the devil. Can you imagine Jesus fasted for 40 days? Do you know that after 40 days, he heard the voice of the devil? After 40 days of fasting, he heard the voice of the devil. And the devil told him to do something. Hey! If Jesus could not differentiate the voice of the devil from the voice of God, he would have missed it. Don't you think so? Yes. And after 40 days, 40 nights, fasting, praying, Jesus, not Paul, not um, um, (laughs) Peter, not Thomas, Jesus, after 40 days, he heard the voice. Na enino eye obonsam nene. Hey! Some people are following Satan's voice. Satan is speaking to you. You know, some of you have not paid tithes the whole year. When, when I sat down, when I sat down, that is one of the things that the Holy Spirit told me that some people have not paid tithe the whole year. I should call them and pray for them. There's a curse on you. I'm sure your pastor has been telling you about paying your tithes. Why we are tasked with a tithe in the womb together? I'm telling you. Amen. How do I know? As a person by you, how does the pastor know you? You haven't been paying your tithes. <laughs> it is the voice of the spirit. In fact, if I should do mini, mini, money more, catch a tiger by the toe, if it bites you, do not cry, mini, mini, money more. If I finish it, I may end up with a tight problem here. On the stage, can you imagine that? Pastor Bishop, do you know how I know? Because when I look in my tight records, some of the people I don't expect that they will not be paying their tight. Close people. Hey! Like this man, he's close. Playing the keyboard. But I'm sure he pays his tight. I hope he pays his tight. Like this video man, the way he's serious. It can be that he doesn't pay tight. Or he pays tight. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Please, video man, don't be angry. 
with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you are watching me, God can tell me things. But when he tells me, I will not have any physical feeling about it per se. I'll just know. I'll just know. When you are speaking with your pastor, he will just suddenly say, ah, uh-huh. but what happened to so something, something, something you told me about? There's a problem there. That is why your pastor has just begun to speak about it. It is like he has just remembered, but actually it's the Holy Spirit that reminded him to ask you about that thing. Hallelujah. Don't you see that when you had your beloved, you didn't tell your pastor, but when he met you, he asked you about it. Or you haven't realized that? You were trying to hide him for some six months so that at least he can start speaking in tongues before you bring him to the pastor's office. You want you to start speaking in tongues before you come. And it's been five months. He hasn't started. Because when he comes, your pastor will ask, is he born again? And you, you also don't want to lie per se. So you are dodging, playing dodges, dodges, dodges. What's him On Sunday, if pastor calls you, just come. Amen. Number four, the inner witness is an impression of peace. The inner witness is an impression of peace. Asumdre. Peace. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. You see, so if you want to know Richard, is it? Come. If Richard wants to know what he has to do, Lord, should I go to the left or should I go to the right? The, the one that he feels peace about, peace, he has a peace in his heart about that decision whether it is left or right you see it's the decision he should take amen whether he should turn to the left or turn to the right are you making choices in life I mean as of now do you have to make some choices you have to make some decisions some serious decisions yeah. So you can apply this one. Peace. I feel peace about this. You see, many years ago, before I met my wife, I was in a certain relationship. The girl was in a Methodist church. Hey! This girl is not born again. And me too, I had decided that so it's like she goes to church she's religious 
she's something, she's a nice girl, she's a family friend, so many things in her favor. But do you know something? Every morning when I wake up, the first thing that comes to me is that it's, it's like you are in a wrong relationship. It, just in my spirit, I knew it too. As I was there with the girl, I knew that this was not a good relationship. The Lord was not with me. It was a, a, it was a Jonah. Um, who was going to be never? Jonah. It was a Jonah situation. Hey, I forced for this relationship to work. It never worked. Oh, until I had to pack my bags and leave. It didn't work. It didn't work. As I was planning to marry, one day I asked the lady, so the wedding, how? Then she said, ah, she wants to go to America. So I said, ah, so when you go, when will you come? She said, oh, she's not sure. <laughs> yeah, she's not, ah, you are not sure how. So yeah, I mean, she may be there for two years or three years. That I realized that I was in the wrong boat. Amen. But I'm sure the reason why God was telling me she's not the right person was not because of that. But it was because maybe for my future as a minister. Yeah, she was not going to be a right wife. And she was actually not born again. Yeah. I was just following specifications. She, I remember she was fair. She had body. She was very nice. Her background was good. Her family. I mean, all these credentials. And I also knew her for a long time. So I was following my feelings, but by the Spirit... Every morning, every morning, oh, every morning when I wake up, it's like the Holy Ghost is doing that to me. Every morning, that was the voice of the Spirit. So, peace, the decision you take that you have peace, that's a decision you should take. Amen. I don't know what decision you are taking. Father, help you to make the right decisions in life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, listen, peace in your heart, it's important. That you will say, I have a peace about this decision. Like you say, I'm sucking this person and I have a peace in my spirit that it's a good decision. Sometimes you will sack the person and you don't have peace. When you sack the person, after a while you say, look, come. Then you advise the person, then you take the person back. Maybe that's what you should do. But sometimes when you do the same thing, you have a peace in your heart. You have peace. One day I was traveling. I was going to Bibieni and I was using Gorse Road. So as I was going on the road, I realized I didn't know the road. So I asked some people, I'm going to Bibieni. What road, which, where should I pass? Then they showed me a road I should use. As I started going on the road, I didn't have a peace in me. I felt I should ask again. So after about 15 minutes 
of driving, I met another man. And I asked him. When I asked him, it was the opposite road. The opposite. So it was that peace in me I didn't have. I didn't have a peace about it. So it made me keep asking. Now, as you are listening to me, this same peace will be working in your life. You remember the woman I told you on Peace FM? Osedeng, my dream will me That is your main compass that God is going to use to direct you in life. Yes. That's the main thing. And you should develop it. Yes. That's the main thing. God is going to lead you. He's going to lead you by having peace in your heart. You have a peace about it. The person will say, let us go to so-and-so place. Then immediately you begin to feel a disturbance. You say, why do you want us to go there? Why, why this? You feel in your heart it's not a right decision. My fellow Christian brother and sister, I want you to understand that God is going to lead you by making you feel peace or trouble. Peace or trouble. Peace or trouble. You feel troubled in your spirit. Sometimes you are going somewhere, you are doing something, you feel troubled in your spirit. It is the voice of the spirit to you. That's it. That's it. I mean, it being all that. Hallelujah. You hear a spectacular voice. It's that feeling. That is it. It's called peace the amper. So the Bible says, let peace rule. The word rule means brabio, and it means an umpire or a referee. Let peace be the referee. He will blow the whistle, whether it is offside or not, whether it's a foul or not. You know, I was, I was playing a game with my son yesterday, I told you, and when I exited him from my room, the Holy Spirit whistled, pray, foul, free kick. So I called my son and I did the free kick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can the Holy Spirit tell you to apologize to your wife? Can the Holy Spirit tell you to apologize to your, your, your father or your husband? Or you will say, no, why should I apologize? He's the one who did whatever. But you feel in you that you must go and say sorry. Yeah. So peace is how God is going to lead you and to lead me. You have peace. Yes, you have peace. You are, you are peaceful. Even the offering you gave today, you didn't have peace. The offering you gave, you didn't have peace. Me, if I'm giving offering and I give one CD, I will not have peace. How can I give off in one CD? No, 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 no. Or two CDs. All the choristers, none of them should give less than five CDs. When you look at the choristers, they don't look like below five CDs. Even by the spirit, you can see where their level is. Or choir for no be so. Hey, so why do you give one CD? You shouldn't give one CD. Me in church, sometimes when the people are bringing their offering, I say two CDs for the Lord. Then some people can say, you, you are not two CDs. Change your offering. Change your offering. You are five CDs, if not ten. 
Amen. So even your offering, as you are giving, don't you feel that you should give all the money in your pocket? <laughs> wow. So pastor, that one, I don't have that feeling. <laughs> so the inner witness is characterized by peace. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 says, let peace rule. Let peace rule. Let peace rule. Amen. Then number five, the inner witness is a strong conviction. A strong conviction. Like if you are a thief in the church, we will not see you with our eyes, but we shall catch you by strong convictions. Yeah. And it's surprising, eh? We, will, we, will, we never had that about you. Then one day, it's like, ah, this guy. This, I think there's something fishy about this guy. Then the other person said, oh, Bishop, I had a dream about him. Hey! Then when we begin to investigate into the person's life, you see that there is something. That strong conviction that we have, we will not disregard it. And you also should not disregard it. You must follow it. The strong convictions that you are having, that thing in your heart, you don't have proof, you don't have evidence, but you, you sort of believe it strongly. It is the Holy Spirit that is speaking to you. A strong conviction. A strong conviction. A strong conviction. It's inside your heart. Are you listening to me? Yeah. And I believe that as you develop all these aspects of the voice of the Spirit in your heart, you'll become a better Christian. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the Holy Spirit cannot even tell you that what you are doing is a sin? Then you are so far from the voice of God. At a point, it's not about you are doing a sin or not to. At a point, it's a matter of, are you doing what God wants you to do or not? Yeah. And it may be two, two right things. But depending on when you are doing it, it may be wrong. And at that point, you can't just use a simple black and white. It's like, this is a sin or this is not a sin. When you have to marry somebody uh, or choose somebody, you, at a point, it's not that the person, this one is an unbeliever, this one is a Christian. It's very clear. That one is very clear. This one is unbeliever. This one is a Christian. Even though nowadays, it is not too clear for people in the church. Unbeliever, Muslim, Christian. It's not too clear. How can that not be too clear for you? Unbeliever, Christian, and Muslim. And it's not too clear. I know somebody who has married a Muslim. Christian girl. Oh, why worry Muslim? The Muslim girl money. You marry him. Christian, as the nearest unmarried sister by you, is a Muslim trying to marry you? Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? So it's a strong conviction. Number six, it is repetitive. 
I said it's repetitive. Do you understand repetitive? It means a repeating of home. Amen. The feeling keeps repeating. Do you remember I told you that every morning when I woke up, something was telling me that the sister I wanted to marry was not the one for me. Did I tell you that? Yes. Me too, I've been there before. And it was repetitive. 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 Like you can have a conviction in your heart to sow a seed in your pastor's life. And then when it was his birthday last week, the feeling was strong. But still, you didn't do it. Oh! And even as I'm speaking, you still have the feeling. In fact, some of you even have put the money in an envelope. And you are still keeping it in your bag. And you are feeling that. You see, Satan is making you to think that it is too late. Satan is saying it is too late. And he's also saying that your pastor doesn't need it. But I'm here to tell you that that repetitive feeling you are having that sow a seed in your pastor's life. It is not so that you give him money, but it is so that God can connect you to a certain blessing. That is why God wants you to sow the seed. But that blessing will only come through the seed. There are some things that will only come through the seed. So you will see that before your pastor even will teach you about it, you have been having feelings of sowing some seeds into your pastor's life. Amen. You have to follow it. It's repetitive and it will never stop. And number seven, the inner witness is an inexplicable knowing. It's an inexplicable knowing. You just know. You just know things. When you develop it, you can even now know your name. The person can hear you. Your name is this. Your birthday is this. It moves into the realms of words of knowledge. Amen. And it's a gift of the spirit. So the, the inner witness is an, is an inexplicable knowing. This one, it is like PhD of the voice of the spirit. When you start the Christianity Mofra, Mofra levels and following the, the voice of the spirit primary school levels and JSS level, you may not be too good with these knowings. But when you get to the doctorate level, you become, you will just know things. When, when you see somebody, you begin to smile. You know. And at a certain level, you even know his name, you know his birthday, you know things about him. Hey! You know so many things about the person. It's, it's called, it's an inexplicable knowing. And there's a degree of that that you should walk in. I said you should operate in it, my sister. You should have that thing because that would save you. It will save you. It will save you from disaster. It will save you from calamity. It will save you from asking the wrong questions. Do you know some people are waiting for you to ask a certain question? 
then they will fire you. <laughs> so you will have that knowing in you and it will protect you. I said it will protect you. It will keep you from making mistakes in the name of Jesus. I pray for you all that the voice of the Spirit to your spirit will become clear. Clear, 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 clear. You will not be deaf and dumb in the spirit. I say you will not be deaf and dumb in the spirit. You will not be deaf and dumb in the spirit. Your ears will be opened. Jesus said, blessed are your ears for they hear. They hear. They hear. He said they hear. Blessed are your ears. May you hear when the Lord is speaking. I said may you hear when the Lord is talking to you. In the name of Jesus. God has many things to say. Even me, when I see you for the first time, I have things to say. How much more God? God has many things to say to you. God has things to say. Jeremiah chapter, three, chapter 33 verse 3. The Bible says, call on me and I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not of. Can you imagine? Also can you imagine that there are great and mighty things about you that you don't know about? Great and mighty. I mean, the category of those things you don't know are not like small, small things. So. Great and mighty things. The only way you would know them is by knowings. It's by knowings. Why is my life like this? Then you will know, or the man of God will know. He will tell you. The man of God will just ask you one question. He will tell you, tell me about your mother. He will ask you, tell me about your father. Or he will straight away ask you, do you pay your tithes? Then your mouth will begin to shake. Don't worry. Even if he said yes, he won't believe you. Because we would rather rely on our knowing that you don't pay your tithes than your talking that you pay your tithes. Yes. If it, listen, listen. To be able to be good in the spirit, eh, you have to not be afraid of making mistakes. So I'd rather make a mistake in thinking I'm following the spirit than to be too careful. When you are too careful, you will never follow the spirit. I say you can never follow the spirit because you are too careful. You are too nice. You want to look great all the time. You never make a mistake. It's not like that. Amen. So I pray for you that God will lead you. But listen to me. First of all, do you want God to lead you? Do you want the voice of the Spirit to speak to you? Will you listen when he speaks to you? When God says to you, stop, will you stop? Are you sure? You, you know, um, this man has a song, Joby Cham. He said, Me wasembi semi kaya na me pentemse mara me buwa me hum o nyame na semno semi kaya na ma stop yeah or check him out na ma stop yeah only graphic is staying in you 
Look, one of the ways that you would hear God clearly is if the word of God is rich in you. The word of God is rich in you. The word of God is rich in you. And tonight I'm going to pray with you. Can I have the pastors in front here? Pastors, just come up. And then, yes. Also for Ernest. Stand. We are going to pray for you. And I believe that we are going to pray for everybody. Are you with me? And as we lay hands on you, our prayer is that you would hear the voice of the Spirit. That every counterfeit voice that you are hearing in your life, that voice will come down, we lower the volume of the voice of the enemy, we lower the volume of the voice of your traditions, we lower the volume of the voice of your fears, we lower every voice that is not God in your life. And we shall amplify and increase the voice of the Spirit to you. I said the voice of the Spirit to you. That from today, you will be walking by the Spirit. I said you will walk by the Spirit from today. I said you will walk by the Spirit from today. I want you to begin to pray for yourself and say, Lord, Help me to walk by the Spirit. 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 You, you will walk by the Spirit. You will walk by the Spirit. You will be led by the Spirit. You will hear the Spirit speaking to you. The Holy Ghost will become real to you. We are praying. You will be filled. Some of you, as we pray for you, you will be filled with the Holy Ghost. You shall receive the gift of speaking in tongues tonight in the name of Jesus. Oh, pray. Oh, Lord, use your servants. Father, use our hands. Father, use our voice and our prayer. Let there be an impartation to your people, oh God. Let there be an infilling, oh God, in the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, I lift to my head in We believe you've been blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our Vision Bookshop at our church premise near Wampo One. I worship Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great I am.